Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Solo pod today for the Round 5 Teamless Tuesday. A pretty interesting Teamless Tuesday. There were a couple of suspension and injuries that happened around the league in the last round, so very interesting here. We'll get right into it. We'll start off with the first game, the Thursday game, the South Sydney Rabbitohs hosting the Brisbane Broncos. For the Rabbitohs, Cody Walker is out with suspension, so Benji Marshall moves into the six. Keon Kulamatungi is also suspended, so Jacob Host moves into the starting second row, and Dean Hawkins is the new face on the bench. For the Broncos, Herbie Farmworth is out with a shoulder complaint, so Richie Kenner moves into the centres. Patrick Harrigan is also suspended, which means Tavita Pengai Jr. moves into the starting lock. John Asiata moves onto the bench. And the other notable change there is Tom Dearden retains the 7 jersey, and Brodie Croft will stay in the 14. So an interesting game, this one, to start the round. Uh, again, Brisbane Broncos up against a real premiership favourite, so it's going to be very interesting to see if they can keep the scoreline competitive here. The Rabbitohs, it was such a shrewd move to sign Benji Marshall when they did in the off-season. In this exact moment, this is when the the signing comes to benefits. Obviously, Adam Reynolds out early in the season with a HIF for half a game. Now Cody Walker's are suspended. You have a makeshift six to come in. And from all reports, Dean Hawkins is one of their really touted juniors. So it'll be interesting to see if he does get a run for an extended uh, period during the game. If the Rabbits are up big, you'd suspect that maybe Adam Reynolds would take an early shower and give some uh, run to Hawkins there. But in terms of the forward pack, Jacob Rose coming in, not surprised. There were some thoughts that Jai Arrow may move into that starting second row spot, but they really like what he's doing through the middle rotation there. I don't blame them at all. And again, you know, you got Tom Burgess, Ginger Tola. That forward pack is rolling. Cam, uh, Cam Murray's not playing his best footy, but obviously still one of the most important guys. I can really see the Rabbitohs putting on the score here. For the Broncos, I like Pengai Jr. moving into the lock role. I think even when Carrigan comes back from his suspension, I think Carrigan should be on the bench in place of Pengai Jr. Just offers more punch. John Asiata, I also like being on the bench. Don't really like Croft being on the bench. Um, again, said in the last podcast, if you're up or down, I don't see where Brody Croft really comes in the game to factor it. So would like to see maybe another forward or even, you know, uh, Corey Oates coming into the bench, you know, for a bit of versatility through if there is an injury or anything like that. But in terms of this game, uh, the waivers for this one, obviously I've been saying it all season. If you're one of the Cody Walker or Adam Reynolds owner, hopefully you've got Benji Marshall on the bench. And if you don't, I think he should be, a, you know, even though it's only for a game, this is a score where, this is a game where Benji can really put a score on. So I still think you should, you know, even if, especially if you're down in the waivers, you know, 9, 10, 11, and your team's pretty set, you just want to get a really big score coming in, why not grab Benji Marshall? I'm definitely thinking about it. And I like the two second row options, uh, Jacob Host and Jaden Sewer for the Rabbitohs. Both on waivers in our league. We'll be having a close look at both of them. For this game, I think it's a really nice matchup. You saw what Melbourne did to the Broncos when the, that real tussle started um, through the middle, but also slightly towards the edges. They did get a little bit leaky, so I could definitely see uh, some some good options there. Now, obviously, this will be a captain-heavy game for a lot of people. Uh, first one comes to mind, Damian Cook. I think Cookie would have a really good game, so it'll be interesting to see there from a Supercoach perspective you do put C on him. But just from an NRL perspective, again, there was a lot of blowouts last week. We're hoping that uh, some teams can really lock in this week and put some scores together to try and keep it competitive. 
No Cody Walker's an interesting one now, but obviously Benji Marshall has been there all off-season, has been running plays, so they shouldn't lose too much with him coming in there. But again, uh, one on paper where it looks like it may be a blowout, but hopefully they can keep it pretty close. We'll move on to the next game. It's the first Friday game. It's the New Zealand Warriors uh, hosting, even though they're in Australia, still hosting the Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, before this, we go into this game, some news that the New Zealand travel bubble might start. So it looks like maybe by mid-season, the Warriors may be able to go back and host games in Mount Smart, which will be amazing. So hopefully for them, they can get that done. For the Warriors in this game, Adam Fanua Blake picked up a knee injury. He's out for a couple of rounds. Bunty Fowler also suspended. So the new look front row will be Leeson Armel and Tohu Harris up front at prop. Jack Murchie comes into the second row to replace Tohu Harris there. And on the bench, we've got Kane Evans and Tom Ale, who's been uh, brought onto the bench. So that means Bailey Sirin has been dropped. For the Manly Seagulls, Moses Sully is out with injury. So Morgan Harper finally gets a run at centre. Jack Kajeski is in for the injured Morgan Boyle. Sipley is the new face on the bench. And the new one to mention, Ben Travojevic is in the reserve. So he's a chance of making his debut. No, Tom Travojevic looks like at least one more week for Turbo there. So this game is an interesting one. Uh, they do play each other pretty well. Um, for Manly, going to them first, obviously Dylan Walker still retains the one jersey. Would have loved to have seen Harper be named in the one, but I don't put it past Desi if things go poorly in the start of the game. He can do a switch and put Dylan Walker into the centres and move um, Morgan Harper back into fullback. But I just like it. Um, you know, nothing against Moses Sully, but Morgan Harper just gives you an element of X-Factor, which this team sorely is lacking. Jack Kajeski in to the second row. We've obviously seen it a couple of times already this season, but due to injury, having to put him in there. Curtis Sirinan is still a couple of weeks away. So Ben Chiroyevich is the interesting one. He is a second row by trade. So, you know, maybe he gets injected onto the bench and he gets a run in this game. For the Warriors, obviously, uh, the Warriors, when they lost uh, Adam Fanua Blake last week, uh, it did obviously cause a bit of a ripple effect and their forward just didn't go forward as they needed to. Kane Evans uh, getting a run in on his first game for the Warriors. Jack Murchie as well, who's been elevated into the starting second row. I do like that. Has got a lot of energy about him, so should be able to keep that there. And again, this Warriors side, you know, a lot of injuries already to start the season. You know, you've got Ewan Aiken out. You've got Harris Tavita out. Now you've got a couple of, you've got Fanua Blake, Bunty Afoa out. Obviously, a lot of things to Noah Brown still out. So, they've started the season well. Hopefully, they can keep it going here with another interesting game. But again, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors do pull up. You know, that was a relatively close game to start the season. Um, but they just couldn't get the job done, you know. For Neil Blake going out, and against that Rooster sign at the SCG, it's no no bad thing that they lost that game. But obviously, they do would not want to go in a bit of a spiral here. Talking about some waivers in this one, um, I've got a couple from each side. So Leeson Armel moving into the starting prop rotation. I love that. Jack Murchie moving into the starting second row rotation. I like that as well. And Adam Pompey, he's been showing that he's been really good. Um, he's obviously a goal kicker as well, so you may get some extra points there. Uh, and from a, a manly side, to me, the only one I'm really interested in, Morgan Harper. I will pick him up in my comp. Um, again, I, I can see him moving into the fullback role. Um, and he's just that X factor, you know, he may only get me a 20, but he can also get me 120 depending on how the Manly play. So I like the up, upside play there for Morgan Harper. Move on to the next game. It's the second game on Friday night. It's the Penrith Panthers hosting the Canberra Raiders in probably what is the game of the round. 
So for the Panthers, they are unchanged 1-17. to 17. Uh, No changes there. So Matt Byrne retains his, his spot in the centers. Uh, and for the Raiders, uh, Joe Tarpanay is back at lock. That moves Ryan James back to the bench. And we got got uh, Josh Papali and Ryan Sutton moving into the proper rotation. Dynamis Louis moves into the reserves. So again, this one should be a cracking game. Um, the Raiders have been showing some really good form. The Panthers obviously one of the form sides in the comp. So, you know, it should be a very interesting game. The battle of the, of the forwards for me in this one. Um, can, you know, the Fisher-Harris, Leota, Lenu, and Kikau really get on the front foot here against a real big forward pack? You know, I really like having Pabali and Sutton moving back into that proper rotation. And Joe Tarpanay, you know, one of the most improved forwards in the game. I really like what he does through the middle of the field. So um, it will be really interesting to see how they go. Obviously, as as he has to go to the, to the minor premiers from last year, the Panthers, they've been playing some great footy. You know, Matt Burton coming into the centres and that that edge looking even more lethal than it did. Stephen cried another game at fullback. Hopefully he can warm into it. Towards the end of the game last week, didn't really mention in the last pod, did see Charlie Staines move into the middle of the field doing a little bit more sweeping play. So it'll be interesting to see if Charlie Staines plays a little bit of fullback here. Um, but again, going off the 1-17s for both sides, it's going to be a very, very good game. Would tip the Panthers in this one, but again, if the Raiders get up here, I'd you know, they've got one of the only four packs in the comp that can really match the Panthers strength for strength. And then you have really classy players in George Williams and Jack White and Charles Nicol Hockstad who can really do a job. And the, probably the most underrated storyline from the Raiders is uh, Josh Hodson, obviously coming back from his ACL injury. He's looking like he's really firing. Tom Starling also, you know, a couple of weeks now been on the bench. So it looks like they're trying to integrate him into the side as well. Just really like this one. Could definitely be a grand final preview. Uh, a lot of pundits were saying before the season started, this could be the one that they look at. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see there. A couple of waiver options in this one from a Supercoach perspective. Obviously, Matt Burton, if he's still there, I think, you know, it's a good play. Um, I'm going to try and trade for him this week uh, in my comp and in a couple of my other ones. I'm going to try and pick him up as a free agent. Moses Leota obviously crashed through for a try, but he's just looking a bit more comfortable the last couple of weeks in that starting position. So... Uh, if you're short on a second row, uh, front row forward and you're needing some coverage there. And from a Raiders side, uh, again, Sebastian Chris, if he's there, I think he can do a job for you while he's still got that spot only probably for one more week. And Tom Starling, if you're the Josh, Josh Hodgson owner, why not grab Todd Starling? You know, if they give Hodgson a rest, which, you know, coming off that injury in his age, you know, you can definitely see that happening. Tom Starling can come in there and really do a job as we saw last season. So... Again, game of the round this one. Going to be really interested to watch. Really happy to sit down and watch it. Uh, and again, if you're having some super coach options in this one, um, there's a couple of really good players on, on on the offer here. Move on to the first Saturday game. It's the Gold Coast Titans hosting the Newcastle Knights. Some really big changes in this one. So for the Gold Coast Titans, Brian Kelly is back from injury. So that pushes uh, Phil Sammy to the wing and Anthony and Don drops out. Ash Taylor is listed in the 21 jersey, so he's a chance of making a return from a broken hand. And for the Knights, Kalen Ponga, KP back for his first game of the season. Uh, just in time as Tex Hoy is ruled out with a hamstring injury, so Ponga straight back into the 1 jersey. Uh, Mitch Peace and Kerman are out with their injuries, so the new half combination is Blake Green and Connor Watson. And on the bench, we've got three new faces, so Randall, Sawalu, and Jones are all on the bench. Again, this is a real interesting one. A real, you know, the Titans had the Canberra Raiders last week and it was a slugfest. 
you know, the Newcastle Knights with Kalen Ponga is an all-new beast. Uh, spoke about it with Johnny in the last podcast. Obviously, they lost two really game, two really harsh games that they shouldn't have lost against the Tigers and the Dragons. They'll be looking for a bounce back here. Don't want to go three straight. And with the main man Ponga back. And, you know, even with that half, you know, new half partnership there, Blake Green and Connor Watson, I really do like that partnership when you think about it. Connor Watson, the more ad-lib running, Blake Green directing around, kicking. I can really see that working well. An interesting one from a super coach perspective, obviously Randall named on the bench, so don't know if any Jaden Braley owners are now thinking some minutes get might get eaten into there, so it'll be interesting to watch the, uh, how that minute rotation plays out there. But again, from from, a, from an NRL perspective, really like having the Gold Coast is now getting really back to full strength. They haven't been that since round one. Uh, obviously, and they did lay the, the egg uh, in the first round of the season against the Warriors. So a full-strength Titans side with the way they've been humming along and the way Justin Holbrook's got them going. Really like to see it. And again, Kalen Ponga, obviously, he's been out, but, you know, a lot of rest. He was playing a lot of footy before that injury. So really happy to see him get a bit of a rest. And now he can come in here. Obviously, he has a really nice partnership with Connor Watson already. And we saw what he did with Blake, uh, with Blake Green at the end of the season. You know, really took the reins there and... They formed a nice little partnership there. So will be an interesting one here. From a waiver perspective, a um, couple of Newcastle ones here. So Anali Tawala, I do like him as a bit of a play. Uh, Blake Green, you know, all the halves, you know, going down a lot of makeshift halves. You just got to pick him up when you can. So Blake Green's a good pickup, you know. You can play him or you can use him as a bit of a trade bait. And from the Titans, I think Phil Summy now back onto the wing. His preferred position, I think that's a nice play. Uh, depending on how, you know, moving forward, if he now locks in that spot, there could be some matchups moving forward where you can really play him and, you know, score, expect a couple of tries. A couple other notes, you know, just from an injury perspective here. So Ash Taylor coming back, if you want to hit up the Ash Taylor owner for a, tr- for a trade, I could see that happening. But, you know, from a Mitch Pierce, I was a Mitch Pierce owner in my league. I have I am going to waiver him tonight. Uh, so just going to have to, that's just going to have to be done. 10 to 14 weeks is a huge uh, hold there, so I'll have to move him on there. Move on to the next game. It's the second Saturday game. It's the Kenry Bankstown Bulldogs hosting the Melbourne Storm for the Bulldogs. Nick Meany is out with injury, so Dallin Wattin-Zelezniak is back at fullback. Uh, been a bit of a positional swap here, so Corey Allen and Nick Kotrick swap. So Allen goes on to the, into the centres and Nick Kotrick onto the wing. Lachlan Lewis is out. Jake Avrilo is in. Um... A couple of notes there. So I thought that Avrilo was dropped for form uh, on the team sheet. It looks like he's coming back from an, in, an ankle injury. So one-to-one there that he's hampered by that in any way. We've got Luke Thompson and Josh Jackson back from suspension, which then pushes a Tony and Hetherington back to the bench. And Britt and Stimson are the men out. For the Melbourne Storm... Uh, we've got a couple of changes. So Harry Grant and Brent Curley are named amongst the reserves, could make their return. Felice Kafusi is back from suspension. So Tom Eisenhuth moves back to the bench. And for this one, it's really, again, similar to the Rabbits-Broncos game. You've got a side that's flying in the Melbourne Storm, a side that's really in trouble in the in the Kenan Brankstown Bulldogs. It's all about keeping it close here for the Bulldogs. I don't think they're going to win this game, but it's all about pride and performance and what they can do. You know, Obviously, Avrilo coming back in, love that. Uh, Dallin at fullback, I don't, I don't mind it. You know, he has been a fullback for a lot of his career. Corey Allen, you know, was brought there to do a job, but obviously he's now been moved from fullback to the wing to centre. So they're trying to find where he fits into this squad. 
And everyone who's listened to any of this podcast knows I'm a huge Luke Thompson fan. I think he's in for a huge season. So to me, he's a huge in uh, moving straight into that front row rotation. Love that. He's going to play some big minutes, hopefully. And Josh Jackson started the season really well. Obviously got that suspension. So they're starting to get some cattle back, which is really good. So from a Bulldogs, again, you're not going to win this game, but it's about what type of performance can you put up? And obviously, can you score a try? The Duck Egg is looming over this team now. They've got some players back. I think a bit of go forward. They're going to score a try in this game. That's my prediction. They're not going to go four weeks straight. They're going to get a try here. Hopefully, they can keep it close. From a Melbourne side, obviously, Harry Grant is a huge one. If they can get him back, you know, he's listed amongst the reserves. May come into the bench and play a little bit off the bench just to get some match fitness. But it's huge. Um, obviously, when Cameron Smith's gone, Brandon Smith's done a really good job. But, you know, Harry Grant is the future of that club. So really interesting to see how he goes in his first game back if he does get named. Brenko Lee as well. Obviously, that would probably mean that George Jennings moves out of the side. Reba Smith would move onto the wing and Brenko into the centres, you would think. And Felice Kafusi, you know, Eisenhuth did a great job, but he's more of a bench player. Kafusi coming in next to uh, Jerome Hughes' hip will make him a lot more comfortable. He knows what he does there. So, again, this looks like it's only a blowout on paper, but hopefully I can keep it close. From a waiver perspective in this one, uh, only one for Melbourne. So, Brenko Lee, if, you know, he has been left on your waiver, pick him up. He probably does walk straight back into this side and play some big minutes outside Kafusi there. And for the Bulldogs... Uh, Dallin, you know, I'll probably pick him up this week. I've, I've got Corey Allen, but, you know, probably looking if Dallin is going to be the fullback moving forward here, then probably go with Dallin. And Jake Cavarillo again, you know, he hasn't performed at all. And, you know, this isn't a great matchup, but, you know, he's just got that X factor. Where he can snag a trial too. So hopefully, again, the Bulldogs, you know, Trent Barris has been under a lot of criticism. He said in his press conference he knows how to get this side rolling again. He wasn't going to share it with the media. He was going to do it internally. We've seen the changes that he's made here. A lot of guys coming back, so hopefully they can get on a bit of a roll here. Put a good performance in here, and then when they got a bit of form in their in their draw, they can then get a couple of performances in there. Move on to the last Saturday game. It's the Sydney Roosters hosting the Cronulla Sharks. For the Roosters, they are unchanged, one to seventeen. So Satili Tupanua has been retained, even though he did have a slight uh, head issue, obviously with the HIA failed last week. And for the Sharks, Jesse Ramian is back, which moves Connor Tracy back to the bench and Billy Trindle back to the reserves. You know, a couple of weeks ago when you were looking at this, you would have thought that this would have been potentially another big score put on another team. But to me, this is a really intriguing game. I can, th- I can definitely see the Sharks getting up here and making a contest of this. You know, Jesse Ramian coming back really solidifies that back line again. Uh, Hiroti stays on the on the wing uh, in place of the injured Sione Katoa. Uh, and Will Kennedy playing some great footy. Obviously, Chad Townsend and Matt Moylan are also playing great footy. So, you know, the Sharks, their forward pack's rolling. Uh, Teague Wilton is still there uh, in place of the suspended Britain Nakora, who's back next week, I believe. So, you know, they're, they're rounding a bit of form. They've got some partnerships going. But it's hard to go past the Roosters here. After so many injuries the previous round and a lot of, you know, concerns about what this team was going to be, the way they really came back and put on a really good performance... Sam Walker, we spoke about it, you know, had a great game. Drew Hutchinson had a great game as well. Not, nothing to take away from him. He's going to be an important figure in this side for the rest of the season until Lachlan Lamb is back at least. And again, that the the back row, you know, Victor Radley, you know, he was very rusty in his first game back, but, you know, a player of his caliber is going to get, he's going to find the form. He's going to have a really good combination with Tedesco through the middle of the field. So to me, again, you'll tip the Roosters in this one. 
but it's all about can the Sharks keep it competitive from a waiver perspective in this one. Sam Walker, obviously him or Drew Hodgson, if they're on your waivers, grab them. Roosters halves for at least the next six to eight weeks. You just got to take it. Uh, there's going to be some tries They might snag a try as well, so just do it. And one that's on our waivers that, you know, it's a position of need. Uh, Blake Braley played really well the last couple of weeks, so I don't mind that one at all. If you can get Blake Braley, you know, if you don't, if you want to start him, if you want to, um, you know, use him as trade bait on the bench, definitely one I'm eyeing off potentially as a waiver this week just to have him in my side. Okay. And, yeah, again, just very quickly, you know, if I'm going to tip an upset this week, I would probably tip the Sharks out of all of them. You know, I could definitely see the Roosters. You know, they probably really got off for that Warriors game. But, you know, there's no denying there are some holes in this team. Um, when you take out a player like Luke Keery, you know, but that four pack is still there. Tedesco is still there. So they'll, they'll get the job done here, but it'll be closer than I think what a lot of people will think. Moving on to the, the second last game of the round, the first Sunday game. It's the West Tigers hosting the North Queensland Cowboys. This is going to be my favorite game to watch this week. We'll go through in a bit. So for the Tigers, Kapoa has been dropped. So that moves Tommy Talao to the wing, Moses Mbai into the centers, and Michael Cheekham is the new face on the bench. And for the Cowboys, Jason Tomalolo returns from his broken hand. That moves Josh McGuire back to the bench. Uh, Justin O'Neill is out, so that moves the Hammer into the centers, and Kyle Felt is back from suspension on the wing. Again, this is my favorite game of the round. This is, you know, I do like when two teams that are struggling or two teams, you know, similar points of the table do match up. And this is a great one, you know, Jason Tomalolo coming back is going to really make a boost to this Cowboy side who just is in such need of any type of form boost or, you know, morale boost. So it's instantly going to make it more competitive having Lolo back in the side. But from a Tiger side, you know, they lost to Parramatta, but what they did against Newcastle, what they did against Parramatta, their draw really starts to open up a little bit here after a really hard start. So, you know, Kapoa was one of the least performing wingers in the comp. You move Tommy Talao, I think, to his preferred position on the wing. Moses Zambai will do a job for you in the centres outside Luciano. That, and, you know, they're going to form a little partnership there. So I definitely like that. But again, this is just two sides. You know, you got Luke Brooks and uh, Adam Dewey for the Tigers that formed a nice partnership and getting some form into them. And then you have the Cowboys, you know, again, low, low back. But other than that, you know, still no sign of Michael Morgan. And, and just, you know, some chopping and changing through injuries here. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, but again, these are the type of games where, you know, the Cowboys don't want to fall to 0-5. The Tigers can sneak another win here and start to really feel good about themselves and make a little run here. So very interesting. My, my pick for game of the round, definitely the one I'm going to make sure I'm in front of the couch to watch. From a waiver perspective on Supercoach, can't go past Adam Dewey. Had great form. I think he's just going to form a really nice partnership within that team. So if he's on your waiver, he's a jewel. Grab him right now. Uh, Condon for the Cowboys. Um, I picked him up as a bit of a stash last week just to see what he would do. Obviously, he didn't have a great game. But from all the Cowboy podcasts I'm listening to, you know, had a lot of form through the juniors, has a nice offload in him. So, you know, if, you know, you put a guy like Tom Wallolo next to you in the middle doing some work with you, you know, all of a sudden that does open up a little bit. So... Um, you know, he might be a sneaky one if you're if you're struggling for a second front, a uh, third front, uh, sorry, a third second rower, or even on a bench just to you know have a bit of coverage. You know, it might not be the worst one as, as a as a free agent. And another one that I will waver this week is Joe Offen and Galway. Um, you know, to me, he's going to be starting soon. Uh, I think he will push Musgrove back to the bench shortly. You know, he's a jewel, so he's still pushing out. You know, an average of forty five this season, so that's an interesting one there. But again. My tip for this one, the Cowboys, the Tigers will get up 
And this has the chance to, even though Lolo's back, and I think the Cowboys, you know, they're going to have to improve from where they are. I think the Tigers can really put a score on here. This is a streaky Tiger side that, you know, can put points on. So, you know, this was my prediction for the, the Wooden Spoon battle, battle before the season started. I don't think that's the case now. I think there are some teams that have come between the Tigers and the Cowboys. But, you know, this is a, if the Tigers are, you know, want to start pushing for the eight and getting up in the ladder, this is one you got to kind of take care of business here and really do a job. Last game of the round here is the Parramatta Eels hosting the St. George Illawarra Dragons. For the Parramatta Eels, Ryan Madison is back. That moves Isaiah Papali'i back to the bench. Bryce Cartwright makes his debut from the bench for Parramatta. So that means uh, Keegan Hipgrave and Ray Stone drop off into the reserves. And for the Dragons, Jack Bird is back. That moves Braden Williami back to the bench. And Jackson Ford drops into the reserves. Again, Parramatta, you know, we're undefeated. As a para fan, this is another danger game for me. The Dragons, um, you know, just the way the Dragons played without Ben Hunt last week was really promising, you know. Yes, the Knights were rattled with the injury, but, you know, the Dragons went up there and they got the job done, which was really important for them uh, moving forward for the rest of the season. So, again, it's going to be an interesting one. Madison, hopefully he's back. You know, they've been very precautious of his uh, head knock injuries, which I'm, I'm a fan of. You know, probably he does the job. And Bryce Cartwright, you know, it does add a new element to our bench that we haven't really had. You know, we've had that Will Smith versatility role, but um, Bryce Cartwright offers, you know, when he's on, he's on. And, you know, I don't want to get sucked into the, to the Cardi party this early on, but, you know, I'm really keen to see what he does, you know, because a guy like Keegan Hipgram or Ray Stone's going to do a job for you off the bench, you know what you're going to get. Bryce Cartwright gives you a little bit of an unknown, so can give you a little bit of a next factor, which I'm always a fan of. But in terms of how I think this game's going to go, Look, I think Parramatta's going to handle this one pretty pretty comfortably. You know, I think it's a step up in competition between the Knights and the Eels. You know, Mitch Moses and Clint Gutherson, Reed Marnie, the Spine's playing really well. you got a guy like Dylan Brown, who I predicted before the season this would be his season, but he has really only warming up into it. You know, he's tackling well. He's taking the line on when he needs to take it on. So he's still waiting for his breakout game. Could be this one, but, you know, to me, this is going to be the Gutho and Moses show. I think they're going to really... Do it, and you know when you look at the four packs, it's a it's a really big battle here for the dragons and try and muscle up here against the really big eels performing forward pack. So I've got the eels in this one, but again, it could be pretty close um, for waivers in this one. Um, look, you know, like I said, the, the eels ones are probably already taken. If Tom Oblichek is there, uh, and you need a, a fourth center, grab Tom. You know, he, he'll do your job there. But in terms of the dragons, there's a couple here. Rava Lava, I really like him. In this matchup, always seems to score against us. So, uh, whether it's just in our Russian defense or whatever it is, uh, I like him as a play this week. Tarek Sims, obviously, two monster games in a row. Start of the season in our waivers, he's been picked up in our comp and he should be picked up in a lot. You know, if you're struggling for a second rower, he's there, he should take him. And Adam Clune, you know, he, he looked like he, he's going to cement that spot. You know, it looks like there's probably not going to be a player swap between him and Maguire to go to the Cowboys. But even if he does, I do like him on the Cowboys. So, you know, it might be, you know, even when Ben Hunt comes back, if the rumors are, you know, that the Cowboys will release someone to go to the Dragons to, but they need a player swap, why not send Adam Clune there and, you know, you got him on your bench already and it's another starting half in the comp, which is very vital. But that will do it for round five TLT, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Obviously, a little bit shorter when it's only me talking, um, but we'll have some of the boys on. Like I said, we are doing a, a Super Coach four week look back at least for our comp, and we'll start looking at, you know, some buys and sells from Supercoach. Just want to give that a little bit of love every four weeks with its own pod. And we'll obviously have, you know, the pre the review pod at the end of the round. So 
I wanted to do a bit more for you guys and get some content out. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, this will be the one that takes us over the 2000, definitely. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, let any friends know, you know, I've been posting in a couple of the Facebook groups. So much appreciated if you've seen one of those and jumped on to have a listen. Go to the, our socials at the NRL Rewind on Instagram and Facebook. Shoot us a message if you know you want to come on and have a chat. If you're any, any fan from any club, happy to have you on and have a chat about your club, how it's going. But thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great day. I'm here from you soon. Cheers.